Fly fishing is the subject here on the Carolina Outdoors. You've got Wes Lawson right over on that side, Bill Barty on this side. And Wes, I don't know what you're going to say about this, but many would say that fly fishing is a sport that has a ton of moving parts. That's right. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of physics, all that kind of fun stuff. Well, and because of that, uh, it, many perceive it as having and requiring more skill. And um, although it's probably unnecessary to compare genders that do the sport of fly fishing here on the Carolina Outdoors, where we talk about the sport a lot, we can do it today maybe as an encouragement for ladies to take up this new sport, which involves nature, timing, in a brand new skill set in New York Times, uh, New York Times article back in 2017 listed that 31 percent of anglers within the sport of fly fishing were female. Yeah, that's great. We want to see that number increase. But, you know, Bill, I think Dave Bergman, the Bergman angler, our head guide, <laughs> yeah. would tell you that of his guided trips, more and more are women and they are faster on the uptake than men. No surprise there, uh, but we need to get more women fishing. No way around it. That's right. More women fishing, more people fishing, and uh, it makes a sport better. and makes awareness better, education better, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to bring on Ronnie Bagnon to the Carolina Outdoors to talk about an advocacy group called Women on the Fly, and what that advocacy group does in regards to encouragement and education for women in the sport of fly fishing. Ronnie, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Great. Thanks for having me, Bill. Well, it's exciting to have you, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Women on the Fly and what that group does, and I know for a fact that it's helped dozens of and dozens, if not hundreds, of ladies in our area uh, participate in the sport and learn things the right way. Will you talk to a little bit about your personal entry into the sport of fly fishing, how it all happened? Sure, sure. I have been fishing for about six years now, Um, but my first encounter was really when I was about 10 years old. I saw my dad out in the in the yard on a vacation trip, uh, practicing his fly casting. And I was pretty mesmerized by the movement of, of the rod and, and the line. Um, and always had that in the back of my mind and, and grew up, uh, fishing with him with a, you know, a traditional reel and rod. But, uh, it wasn't until my husband, uh, became friends with a guy at a fly shop, uh, in my area that we decided to go out and give it a try. So that was about, you know, maybe seven years ago. But once I uh, really got into it, I was hooked, (laughs) for lack of the little pun there. But for about six years now, I've been doing it pretty regularly and just, and just love it, just absolutely love everything about it. Well, for a lot of our listeners out there, they hear about fishing, conventional fishing. Of course, fly fishing is casting a weightless lure, the fly, using a weighted fly line, which carries it. And because of that, it takes a little bit more of maybe interactivity with your equipment. You're paying attention to a bunch of different things in the water that you're fishing. What's your favorite uh, favorite thing about uh, your time in the sport, whether it's as a young girl, uh, you know, fishing with your dad, 
or maybe with your husband or later on, um, what's your favorite thing about fly fishing? Well, I, I'd say actually there's probably two two major uh, draws to the sport for me. The the first, just being outdoors and away from technology, <laughs> is is huge. I sit at a computer all day every day doing doing my job, which I do love. But to get a full break from that and traffic and stressors and all of that good stuff, just being outdoors with the the breeze, the sound of the water, you know, birds, turtles, you name it. Just being outdoors is a great de-stressor and a kind of a reset for me um, when, when I get out, out there. So that alone is, is a great day. Catching a fish is, is bonus, but just being outdoors is fantastic. The second part is sort of the challenging part of it, which is sort of like a puzzle. Every time you get to the river, to me, it's like, where are the fish? Where are they hiding? What are they eating today? How deep are they? How, you know, um, figuring out the little the little mystery and unlocking that puzzle each time you get to a stream or even a different part of the stream, you know, 100 yards up. So that is fun and challenging and very satisfying once you've kind of unlocked the puzzle for a particular spot and, and pulled in a fish. So I, that's a big thrill, and, and we get a great thrill about seeing our our um, fly gals do it as well. We are very encouraging to them and get, uh, you know, a thrill out of seeing them catch as well. So it's, for me, it's two parts. It's kind of the peaceful, exciting, the peaceful part of it, and then it's the excitement of kind of unlocking the puzzle at the, at the stream. You know, you, uh, you mentioned the fly gals. What is it about fly fishing, you think, that draws more women into the sport, into the community every year than almost any other outdoor activity. What what has fly fishing got that those other activities don't have? Uh, well, that's a good question. I, I'm I think part of it might be is that it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Everyone can is on the same playing field as far as their ability yep. to fish. So as long as you like any sport, put in the time to to practice, to get out there, you know, a, a woman can fish just as well as a man and, and, you know, vice versa. Uh, so you feel like I can do this and I'm, I'm as good, if not better <laughs> in some cases than, than the guy standing next to me. So I think that's a draw that um, women know I can do this sport. I don't have to have the strength. I don't have to have the girth. I don't, I can be a teeny tiny five foot, tall person or, or, or a, a large, you know, it doesn't matter your size or your strength, you can do this sport. And I think that helps um, to to have that appeal. And then we just have fun. <laughs> the ladies have fun. So we, we, uh, we're we not competitive um, like maybe some of the guys might be in, in this sport or others. I feel like the, the gals are out there really to have fun and, and encourage each other in the sport. So let's talk about them for just a minute. Let's talk about women on the fly. How did this get started? Who's involved? What do you do? Give us the lowdown on women on the fly. Sure. Well, I'll give all that credit to Linda Hickel and Joyce Shepard. They were the creators of this um, organization, this meetup group to, to start with. 
and they they were fisher ladies anglers um, for for many many years before I joined the sport, and they wanted to have a platform. Um, that women like them could join the sport without the intimidation of feeling like it was just a sport for for men. And they created this, um, I don't know, maybe six, maybe eight years ago or so before I joined, not long before I joined, although they had been fishing for a while. So they wanted to make sure that they could find a way to connect um lady anglers in our area first off to the two local clubs in the area that were already long-standing national if not international you know and nationally connected clubs who had fishing events club meetings um you know conservation efforts you know stream cleanups and those kinds of things so the first effort was really connect the ladies in the area to these two longstanding groups um, that had, you know, lots of activities already planned. And that was really the original focus, and that also continues to be part of our focus. I joined one of the clubs last night at a chapter event, and we've got one tonight online with the other chapter. So lots of connections to those two clubs. And then it's grown from there to having our own events. Um, such as the one com- coming up there at Jesse Brown's, but really trying to break down that initial barrier or fear of a barrier to getting into the sport, casting clinics, even just social events to chat about what do we do, why do we fish, where do you even go fish mm. for for trout primarily or, or fly fish if, if you're wanting to hit the salt water of the coast. So then planning day trips, social trips, et cetera, um, that are, are independent of the two um, organizations that have the, the standing meetings and so forth. So it's really grown from connecting to those chapters to having our own events and, you know, even bigger things like a group of us went to a trip of a lifetime last year to Yellowstone, Montana, and so forth. So really starting to even stretch out to bigger and, and uh, more exciting trips. So, um yeah, that's, that's kind of where we are and continuing to expand those goals. Ronnie Vagnon is joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty. You heard her mention an event that is coming up, Wine, Women, and Waiters, which is going to be September 27th at 6 p.m. It's going to be sponsored and held by Women on the Fly. So if you're interested in entry into the sport of fly fishing in a friendly and encouraging way, that September 27th evening will be for you. It is free to come to, I believe, right, Ronnie? All you have to do is be willing to show up and learn and participate in the sport of fly fishing. During that evening, it's going to be a bit of um, an educational, not just camaraderie and the social aspect, but there's going to be an educational component to that evening for people to properly learn the sport uh, in a safe setting. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid to come. If you know nothing about the sport and the only thing you know about it is, um, you know, Robert Redford and and, uh, a river runs through it movie, uh, that's fine. That's okay. Come on down. That's right. (laughs) That's the way you get started. Yeah, thinking about Brad Pitt, that wouldn't be too bad either. Is that sexist? (laughs) Well, I don't think not. I hope not. Listen, Dame Juliana Berners 500 years ago wrote an article 500 years ago 
about artificial flies. And also, of course, uh, Joan Wolf is mm-hmm. one of the most mm-hmm. influential people in the sport of fly fishing. She happens to be a lady. Kathy Beck is another. Um, so women are not new to the sport, but no. as they grow in influence and participation, um, we're kind of celebrating that and welcoming them after the educational, the September 27th uh, evening at Jesse Brown's, what are the opportunities for ladies in our area to participate in the sport uh, with women on the fly? Sure. Um, Bill, as, as you know and as our ladies will learn if they don't know already, the North Carolina uh, Wildlife Commission is great about stocking the streams with trout in uh, um, the fall and and, um, early spring. And so we try to have events around that stocking, especially for newbies, so they have a a little bit better chance of catching some some fish. So our opener for the fall is on Saturday, October 8th, up in Lansing, North Carolina. We have a a dinner event the night before um, that's being hosted by some local businesses there in Lansing. So that's our our first opportunity after the Wine Women and Waiters event. Um, The Rocky River Trout Unlimited has a four-day cabin and fishing event in the middle of October. And um, the Carolina Fly Fishing Club has has a similar event. And so we'll connect... uh, our ladies to to those clubs and their events um but from there on we'll probably have a couple more days of uh you know a day trips up to we haven't settled in on our november event but it will probably be to one of those stock streams again so something that's easy to access easy to um be within about an hour and a half of the charlotte area we'll have uh, one or two more day trips in november as well and then hopefully have a little holiday party in December to uh, you know exchange exchange some gifts and and have some sharing of some fishing stories and, and plan some events for the spring. So we've got it all down, and of course in person you can learn more about that at the September twenty seventh event. It's called Wine Women and Waiters, but it's really for ladies of all ages, and wine consumption is not required. Um, so <laughs> so anyone can show up that way uh, and not participate in that. But women and waiters will be there. We do have uh, women's gear there at Jesse Brown's included uh, for, for people to try on. Check out waiters and boots in women's sizes. That's something newer than used to be. And a lot of that bill just came into the store this week just in the nick of time. So fresh out of the delivery <laughs> truck. And, Ronnie, oh, besides, <laughs> besides the September 27th, and this is a lead-in to the meetup, uh, if we go to meetup.com and type in women on the fly, will up our group sh- uh, pop up? Yeah, put in women on the fly Carolinas to make sure you're getting the, the local group. And, yeah, you'll see the events right there. Ronnie Vagnon, director of Women on the Fly, thank you so much for joining Wes Lawson, Bill Barty here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you so much for having me and for supporting the women on the fly. We really could not do as much as we do without your support. Fantastic. Well, we're glad to do it, and we look forward to seeing you and everyone else on September 27th at Jesse Brown's.